0: Section 20 of The One-Eyed Griffin and Other Tales by Herbert Eskett Inman This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Discontented Elf Chapter 5 Underwing the Moth For a little while Thistledown was delighted with his new shape. But then the sun began to dazzle his eyes, and make his head ache so much that he had to give up, and crawl beneath a shady leaf. He saw dragonflies, bees, wasps, and splendid butterflies flitting by, and sighed enviously. "I ought to have been a butterfly; they are much better off. The sun does not upset them, and they are prettier than I am. You don't seem happy, under wing said a voice near, and the elf saw a moth with beautiful white wings speckled with tiny black spots it was beside him. You don't seem happy and you appear to have forgotten me i don't think i ever saw you before said thistledown or underwing as we must call him who are you i am white ermine now i was the caterpillar that escaped with you from the earthchild's box but what makes you think the butterflies better off than we are why look how they stain the sun it makes my eyes dazzle and my head ache because said ermine They are meant to live in the sunlight, but we are meant to come out at night. We want to rest now. Then, in the cool of the evening, when the butterflies are asleep, we can fly off. I think their way is ever so much the best, grumbled Underwing. Oh, look there! He might well say look, for at that moment a sparrow dashed by. There was a sharp snap, snap, and then two beautiful butterflies had disappeared. That is one advantage of being a moth, remarked Ermin quietly. We hide away all day, and there are no birds about at night to make a meal off us. Let us go to sleep. The sun was gone, and the grey evening shadows creeping through the darkening woods when they awoke. Come, dear Underwing, cried Ermin, and off they flew, happy in the silver moonlight, in the spell and magic of the whispering woodlands. Oh Ermin cried Underwing. How lovely this is! Are you quite sure there are no enemies to spoil our happiness? Oh, no, returned Ermin. It is true there are no birds, but we must look out for spiders' webs and earth people who wander through the woods trying to catch us. What do they want us for? I hardly know, but I have heard that they stick pins through us and fasten us into cases. Oh, I know, shuddered Underwing i've been served like that you have cried ermine in surprise yes when i was a beetle oh i forgot you do not know about me know what underwing i will tell you he replied i was not always a moth of course not once you were a caterpillar oh i mean long before that i used to be a green elf but i changed into a beetle whatever for demanded ermine again i thought i should like it better and did you no it was horrid then i changed into a frog but that was no better so i became a moth well said ermine i think you must have been very silly to want to change it all but dear me what a lovely smell the two moths paused in their flight the smell we noticed comes from that tree cried ermine look it is the sap running out down the trunk there are a lot of moths feeding upon it. Come on, be quick. Here, I say. Hi there, you two. A queer little wood gnome was sitting on a blade of grass and calling to them. What do you want? they inquired. Only to tell you to keep away from that tree. For that is not sap, but some stuff the earth children have put there to attract two moths. And if you go, you will get killed. I have told those others, only they won't believe it. But, answered Ermin, they are eating it safely enough. They will be caught soon, said the gnome, shaking his head. Take my advice and keep away. Ah, I said so. As he spoke, a bright light flashed on the tree. A great net came sweeping through the air, catching up the feeding moths. And the two friends, without staying to thank the kind gnome, dashed off, terror-stricken. Oh, Ermin, sighed Underwing. How can those earth people be so cruel? Why should they kill all things in the way they do? Ermin felt too sad to answer, and the two flew through the woods until they came to the old farmhouse. Ermin, Ermin, cried Underwing, pausing at an open window. Look at that lovely light. See, it is beckoning to us. Let us go and dance with it. No, 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 Ermin replied. Come away, dear Underwing. It will dazzle you, so that you will turn giddy and tumble into it. Nonsense, said Underwing impatiently. Surely we can dance with the light and not tumble into it. I don't see what is the good of being a moth, if one cannot do such a simple thing as that. Oh, don't, Underwing, pleaded Ermin. I am sure you will be hurt. Pray come back with me. Alas, her foolish companion flew in, leaving her alone outside. Round that flame he darted advancing retreating but ever drawing nearer to the tongue of fire it seemed to lengthen and twist itself towards him round and round until it worked its fatal charm upon him and he could not leave it it blinded bewildered dazzled him dragging him into itself help help he gasped ermine help me quicker and quicker he circled and at last dashed right into it to fall The next moment, scorched and in agony, his beautiful wings shriveled and useless. One terrible moment of pain, and then Thistledown the elf was looking at the dead, burnt moth, that once had held him in its shape. Silverwing had kept his promise. End of section 20